0: Hello, welcome to the Tony Daily. With me, Tony Kent, is the podcast that invites you to come find yourself. It is day 103. It's Grand National Day. And um, this kind of ties in with the theme of today. I think it's not about horse racing, but it is about friendship. And I, now, I remember the first bet that I ever placed. And I think that back in the day you could place a bet when you were 16, I might be wrong, but the thing that I know I'm completely right about is going with my friend Claire to, um, I think it was like a Ladbrokes in uh, Basingstoke and placing a bet on the Grand National, and I've never, ever been into betting, Um, (laughs) I think I can say this, one of my husband's previous bosses, I mean, this is many, many, many years ago, decades ago, used to get him to place bets on his behalf, because that's the sort of thing your boss used to be able to ask you to do. Um, yeah, so you've got to be 18 now um, to have a flutter, but I vividly remember that. And it was not really exciting going in and using a stubby pencil in a room where everyone was smoking and we went up to the nice lady on the counter and asked her what we were supposed to do. And we didn't win. Uh, And I wasn't bitten by the bug. Um, So that was that. But that friendship with my friend Claire endures today. There's been times we haven't seen each other for like five years. But when we do see each other, we just sort of pick up where you left off. Um, And so it came to pass that last night I met up with a group of friends that I've known for, I think, about 25, 26 years really long time and the thing that struck me and, I, and for one of our friends 50th we'd made her a photo book with pictures of us all in it and it's so funny like there, there is the photo where we all had the white trouser memo and um you know we've gone from wearing strappy backless tops and clubbing in our 20s and drinking slippery nipples i mean fucking hell um yeah, going out on a school night and getting completely bladdered, um to having kids. So between the six of us, they're I think 12 children or stepchildren. Um, just so many experiences that we've all had and we all kind of, you all slip into your roles, don't you? There's, you know, there's always someone who's more confident than the others or someone who um is quite happy to do anything to get the waitress's attention or someone who's guaranteed to uh confuse whoever comes to take your order Um uh, there's always someone who say something inappropriate normally me um and it, we started talking about so I shared with them that yesterday on the podcast I talked about how you know your kids if you've got kids you you need to be aware of what you're putting online because they will be looking at what you've been up to. And one of our friends, who's not really on social media, um, her kid said to her, oh, you're on TikTok. And she had been filmed um, umpiring a match of some sort and it had been turned into a, a clip and shared on TikTok. And she was like, what the fuck, what do you mean? What do you mean? Somebody has, sh- has shared this clip of me. So, you know, be aware of that too. And it made me think about, this is adult behaviour. Again, we set all these rules for our kids, but um there was an incident, now it might have been about three years ago, it's definitely pre-lockdown, where two adults were involved in a slanging match about parking and one of them called the other a cucking font. work that one out for yourselves um, in broad daylight during the school run and of course the senior school kids well they've all got phones so what do you think they're gonna do they're gonna film it and share it so I'm always very mindful of whenever <laughs> I'm going to call somebody that because they've parked inappropriately um, You never, you never know who might be filming you so again if you reckon that, you know, your behaviour is beyond reproach or if you think that you're definitely not on TikTok, well, you just might be. So, uh, yeah, it did, it did make me think. I was like, bloody hell. I mean, I know I, I put quite a lot out there and I'm very cautious about what I share. I tend not to share pictures of my children or my husband And part of that is born out of, you know, kids got their own lives to lead. And when they become adults, they probably don't want all their baby pictures online. Uh, I don't want the social media companies to have those photos. Um, I know there are some out there that I didn't put out there, but, you know, these things happen. Um, But there is a part of me that remembers that feeling of shame when your parent does something that attracts the attention of your friends and when i was about 17 maybe something like that my mum had been in a lonely hearts piece in the local newspaper and i didn't know about this and there was a big photo of her, I think it was like, I mean, in my mind, this is like a full page spread, but it definitely wasn't that, it wouldn't have been that. But it was significant enough that a girl that I knew said to me, oh, Tony, your mum's in the paper. And I was like, what do you mean? And it was like a, you know, uh, I'm a widow with young children and I'm seeking um, a potential partner. And I was absolutely mortified like the shame of that and again um, if you've listened to some of my previous episodes you know I am coming at examining my relationship with my mum I guess from a position of understanding and it has always always been that way I've always sought to understand what is it that makes a person behave in the way that they do? And I'm envious that my daughter's doing psychology, sociology at A level, because I, I went and <laughs> yeah, I'm that parent at the sixth form evening that's talking to sociology teacher, going, Oh my god, this is really amazing. Oh, I'd really like to do that. I'm very fascinated in this. Um, and I did do psychology A level because I wanted to understand why my family was so mad. Um but, yeah, so, you know, I know that she was lonely but underneath it all, very lonely. And um, it's funny because there are so many parents today who will be on dating apps um, that hopefully their kids are not on. So they'll be sharing some ripe old information that um, they definitely don't want their kids to see you only think, bloody hell, what if you die and your phone is full of dick pics? I mean, that would not be very nice for your kids to discover, would it? I'm sort of thinking now, the guy that takes photos of poo in the village is sort of getting off pretty lightly. Unless he's also got a whole cache of uh, (laughs) pictures of genitalia that people have sent him. Um, So, yeah, I think there is a big part of knowing that I am the way I am because... I've never forgotten um, how it feels to be the young person whose mates are going, oh my God, have you seen your mum? So yeah, there was that. And um, when I was speaking to the uh, to the girls last night, just a little fashion point here. Now, when you get to be a middle-aged woman, well, certainly, actually, this started happening in my late thirties, and getting dressed up to go out seemed to evolve into jeans and a nice top. <laughs> I have got skinny jeans. They're the only jeans I've got. Skinny jeans and a nice top. And when I did my little uh, pre-loved uh, boutique visit to Vanilla Essence Lodge, I bought some uh, nice tops and a couple of nice dresses. And I wore my nice one of my nice tops last night. I will put a picture of that on my socials. I find it because it just I have to laugh at myself because it's like, what am I going to wear? Oh yeah, jeans and a nice top. Um, and so like when we were going through the pictures of us all together, there is the the day that we all wore white trousers without talking about what we're going to wear. We're going to wear. Um, and then there's the day when everybody is wearing some florals. And last night, because I'd thought, oh, I can't do jeans and a nice top again. I was going to wear a dress that I had bought and um, discovered I didn't have any suitable black pegs because they are all with my daughter and they have all got ladders in. But the girls don't care they don't care they're like no it's fine i just wear it with ladders so i was like shit i've got no tights to wear because they've all got ladders in so i decided against skinny jeans because the other thing that i do have i do have which are not skinny jeans is a pair of skinny pleather trousers love a bit of pretend leather and i got there last night and it was two of us i think but two of us had a pleather trouser <laughs> and a nice top and um, I just love it that this is what we've become and when we went to the place where we had our um, dinner we went to some place called I think it's called Rind in uh, Wokingham not Rind, Rind yeah I don't even know if it's supposed to stand for something but um, when we were there and a few few of us were driving that the rest were getting well stuck into the cocktails which looked awesome um, there was a table of girls and I think there might if there were six of us, there might have been five, four or five of them. But I kind of looked at them and thought, oh, you are who we were. They were just gorgeous, like young women in their little skimpy tops and, um, you know, hip, like trousers that sit on your hips. I cannot, can't wear those anymore because everybody... <laughs> everybody would think i've got a flesh colored belt on top a so gross um yes it was lovely to sort of i don't know i i kind of thought oh i wonder you know if if in 20 years time there'll be um the the group of women in their 40s and 50s who are getting a bit too loud and confusing the waiting staff and taking photos of bloody everything and wearing matching clothes So um, I hope for you because having time with those people who know me so well and we each know so much about each other and we each know more about each other than we think we do because we've all been absolutely like wankered in each other's company. At one time I fell asleep in this hotel reception and someone had to come and get me. And I know that there have been times when I've just gone ibble, wibble, ibble, ibble and told them things that I probably don't remember that I've told them. And that cuts both ways. We all know stuff about each other because of um, those nights out that we had when we were much, much younger. Although to the credit of three of us, they carried on to about half past two in the morning singing and dancing. Whereas I was tucked up in bed by half eleven, having had a cup of tea in the restaurant nothing like killing the vibe by saying oh could i have an english breakfast tea please um but it was really good for the song to, to spend time with people that truly know you is a special thing so my hope for you is that if you're betting on the grand national today and when the fun stops stop know that if you're betting on the grand national i hope you have a win hey you make you know a little bit of money and i hope that you get the opportunity to chat to reconnect with or look at some old photos um, of some friends that know you really well when you take a moment to to kind of appreciate what an awesome thing that is so thanks for being here for the podcast i love hearing from you i love having your support it means a huge amount so if you think that anyone could find themselves in this podcast. Um, please do give it a share with them if you shared it already thank you i love you and i will be back with you tomorrow